You're listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston. Hello, hello. You're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. So I'm glad that uh, you're, you're able to join us this evening. And it's we just have an exciting guest. He's come back again into the studio, and he's with us, uh, Pastor James Funches from Blessed Hope Tabernacle. Um, they meet at 80 L Street. And uh, we're just so uh, glad uh, to have him here with us today. So... Um, you know, as always, we just talk around the table and we are trying to uh, just encourage each other how to stay up, right? It's so easy to fall down. It's so easy to just, you know, go through the motions of living life and yet not living life to the fullest, you know. And um, I, I thank God that uh, we want to be balanced, right? We want to be balanced in how we live and how we work and how we play, right? And so, um, you know, we want to be healthy, body, mind, soul, and spirit. So we're trying to condition all of those aspects. And so um, I'd like to just uh, introduce you to uh, Pastor Funches. Pastor Funches, just entreat the people and um, just share, you know, what the Lord has uh, in your heart. That's right. Tell them to call in. Um First of all, I want to say thank God for being on your program again. And my service time is 1 to 3. 1 to you 3. You gave them my street, but you didn't give them my service time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, so, yes. Just in case they want to come on out where the Spirit of the Lord is moving, we are the church of the heart of a true family and the family with the heart of a true church. But that is our motto. Yes, yes. Well, uh, I want to just kind of throw out there a scripture from Philippians one twenty seven, and it's only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or um, am absent, I may hear of you, that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. Mm. And that's very... Um, very uh, crucial because a lot of times, you know, it's several points that we can bring out. But one of the things is how are you acting when you're by yourself? Right. You know, sometimes we put on one face when we're around people. But what do we do when we're by ourselves? Like at two in the morning and there's no cars out, do you still stop at the red light? And so when we look at life and building our character, you know, are you the same? And um, I know last week uh, when we were here, Pastor Funches said, you know, um, in terms of marriage and not giving up on marriage, he was married. Uh, I believe, Pastor, you said 26 years? No, 28 years. I'm sorry, 28 years. And in those, tw- <laughs> and in those 28 years, you know, what you see him uh, in public is the same way he is in private. And uh, a lot of times, Pastor, when we go to churches and we hear preachers preaching, if you look at their wife and children, their expression lets you know if uh, they're really uh, with them 
are they rolling their eyes or are their body language tense? And every time I see First Lady, um, I think it's an indication that, I mean, you, you all sing together, very, very engaging, um, very respectful, very... Um, what I loved is encouraging how you all encourage each other and push each other. So I've had the privilege of being on Zoom calls with just the three of us as we try to do, you know, leadership growth and things of that yes. nature. And uh, it's important, your character and how you show up, not just show up because people are looking. But who are you? Because who you That's are, it. the message that you send yourself is nine times out of ten the same message that um, you, 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 you send yourself. You know, in other words, is what you say, um, what you say to yourself is very important because um, sometimes we can beat our own selves down. We do a lot of blaming of other people like, oh, you know, um, this person and that. But sometimes we beat ourselves up, you know. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, but you got to get beyond that. It's just like when you were saying that about my wife, it was making me laugh because. Mm -hmm. Even this morning, like my wife kissed me before she was getting ready to leave. And then uh, she came back in the room. She forgot something. She said, did I kiss you? <laughs> I didn't say nothing. So she kissed me again. And I said, yeah, you did. All you already kissed me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that That's a so, good thing to forget. <laughs> so, so uh, um, man, um, the greatest thing God gave me was my wife. You know, um. Uh, when the Bible says, and the two shall be one, man, I love my wife. Um, have we ever had ups and downs? Yes. But we never displayed it before our kids coming up. Um, um, when I when I married First Lady, she had three children. And I had uh, um, six children outside. And um, they became one family. And um, it, it, it was a um, job. And it was um, ups and down days with all our children living together, mm -hmm. but but we survived and we we strived and yeah, um, our, all our children may not be in our church. Um, you know, my son David is the minister of music, and my daughter Dee Dee is a missionary in the church, and you know, um, they they had to go away to come back um, to really see God for themselves as well. And so, and I thank God for that. And we, we don't stand around acting like, um, oh, our family's all that. Yeah, we've been through some hell, too. Mm -hmm. And um, um, we've had um, situations um, raising our family. You know, my one of my sons who came in and got, gotten saved when we was at Holy, we was at Holy Cab at the time, um, and he was murdered. My son Rico was murdered, and he was about 18, and he was shot eight times. But he loved the Lord. The problem back then, too, was that he didn't have friends in the church. Mm. So he stayed connected to his friends outside the church. And and that was a problem, too. You know, so those are the things that I'm dealing with, even with our young people, um, knowing those who labor amongst you. And, um, it, it, you know, and I tell my kids, even my grandchildren, you know, because I, I have 37 grandchildren. Wow. I, <laughs> what a blessing. <laughs> Hey, you have, yeah, you you dealing with that one? I got thirty seven of them. Um, <laughs> Can't imagine. And um, you know, uh, um, 
my other granddaughter, she was there on Sunday with her mom and her mom. They was like, oh, we're going to be on time. And then um, usually my my other two grandkids and their, their mom comes. And, you know, I was, I'm trying to get all my grandchildren to get Jesus. Yes. And so, um, so um, you know, it, it's that fight, you know, and we're getting them to fight. You know, um, we got to fight for this. And, and I just thank God for the, the uproaring of God. God is out there and people are going through evangelists and they, they it's hard for them to find their ways in. But you know something, I thank God that I've, I've had some families come in mm. and it it is it has been um my God, it has moved my heart that we have families in there. You know, I thank God for Deacon Charles and his wife being there and you know Deacon Johnny who's been with me um since the point. Um but I thank God for these new families who have come in, you know, um, Deacon King, his wife and his kids, you know, um, daughter Shalee and her kids, you know, um, missionary Job is still there. And, but I just thank God for the moving of God. God is moving and he is still moving. And regardless of what people are going through evangelists, mm -hmm. we need to know that there is a move of God happening. Yes. And I praise God to that move. I can see that move, that God is moving. And I pray for churches all over the city that God would move in those churches. And, and I pray for the, some of the things that you're seeing because some of the stuff we've got to get back to basic and pastors have to start defining themselves and being for real with who they are. And if they need some help, get, getting some help. And, you know, um, instead of, People hearing that the pastor fell and um, he has an addiction problem, or uh, the wife and the husband in the in the, in the ministry mm -hmm. pastors don't get along, and the wives are breaking up, and and it's making a mockery. We need to start dealing with those issues because how can we deal with the issues of people coming in when we're still dealing with our own issues? It's like how can I help you when I need to get help myself? Right, and we. Hey, we need to take format and say, hey, I need some help. How do I get some help? I need to be where I can get help eventually. I need to be where God can speak to me and move me so I listen enough yes. to do enough, to run enough, to, to say this is where I need to be. And if I don't, then it's all right to just go on, but it's not all right to linger yes. while I'm still in a mental capacity where I still need help and I'm running around. Yeah. I need this hospital. That's it. The church, the church is uh, definitely an emergency room, you know, and you so, know you know, a lot of times, uh, can you imagine going to the emergency room? And they say, well, I'm sorry, we don't have any room because all the nurses and doctors are on the gurneys. You know, you'd be like, oh, man. Right. So we've well, got to be but, well. But, but too, imagine going to the emergency room and they don't deal with your issue. Well, they can't because <laughs> they're still dealing no, with no, their own. Yeah. They could, but they can't. Right. Oh, right. You get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. That's why. That's why. Uh, we, 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 we deal with this, but we don't deal with we don't deal with addicts. Right. We, we we deal with this, but we don't deal with poke. Or we deal with this, but we don't deal with heart attacks. Right, right. You know, and that's so, funny, too, because I was just talking about that, how sometimes our, a lot of the uh, our church is shifting in a sense that we have now 
young people who have bipolar, autism, disabilities, and parents are uncomfortable bringing their kids because they need a special type of care, right? That's they, right. They can't just sit down in the chair for two hours to hear a sermon, you know, say they're up moving and things. And so, but they need Jesus too, you know? So yeah. how can we, yeah. like you say, be equipped to handle these types of things? What about those prisoners who, you know, they they have uh, come to the faith in, in prison and now they're out and like Pastor's saying, you know, who who's going to be their new friends, right, on this side of the faith? There you go. And so, you know, being able to have support groups even for them as well. So you're right. The I, body of Christ has a lot to do. Lot to do. And, and but, but listen to this. The body of Christ needs to connect enough to know that, hey, um, we may not be able to deal with this side. But, you know, if you go down to um, <laughs> um, New Hope, they could yeah. they, they have a program or to be able to say um you know it, it, it um um i may not be able to deal with it. somebody say um they may go to holy chapel holy chapel so we can't deal with it but if you go to pastor Funches, he's he he knows how to deal with addiction he you know um those type of things yeah but we've gotten to a place where we won't do that um um i know that um, we are not in the capacity to deal with everything. But I know that we um, are, are in Jesus and we're willing to, to try to deal with most everything. Yes, yes. And have associations that we can refer. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's nothing wrong with it. Matter of fact, because the whole goal is to equip, to build, you know, and... um and have people in places that they can grow and learn and, and be comfortable. Like, I can't learn if I'm not comfortable. And, 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 and until you get it, you ought to, you, you gotta be able to send it somewhere else. You know, um, it was like, it's like that old movie that people don't watch. Um, the one about <laughs> the Santa Claus who worked at give, what was it? Um, Macy's. Oh yeah. And he started sending people to other yes, places. Yes. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street. That's right. That's right. That's right. Miracle on 34th Street. And he started sending people to other stores. That's right. And because of that, the store became more popular. Yes. Yes. It was the reversal of what you would think. Right. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You Come think on, you're going to lose. They became with a store with a heart. Yes. You know, the the people that didn't understand that wanted to fire him. But when they went to the person who owned it, he got it because he heard, hey, um, do you hear about this store? And, and that's what we need to hear about the church. Yeah. So this church, they might have not been able to help me, but they told me that um, this church had a program. Yes, yes. Because when I used to go to Holy Tab, when I first came to Holy Tab, Holy Tab were not ready for drug addicts. Mm -hmm. And Bishop Smith knew that. And he was gaining congregates from the streets meetings that we were doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so what he did is he set up a support group. And someone who, who were in the church, who was in that status, who really didn't um, feel comfortable, now were able to come out and use that gift 
that God gave them. Yeah. And headlining the support group. And we had many people come in and go through the Monday support group. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the type of um, innovation that we need um, now, you know, people who are able to shift and be flexible. Um, because, And that's exactly what we're saying. Because Paul was saying, hey, that I may hear that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind, striving side by side for the faith. And that's exactly what that looks like and feels like, what you're describing as it lines uh-huh. up with this scripture. Um, also in the beginning, it, it says, only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ. And I think sometimes um, being able to examine where you are, you know, and I, I think is a daily a daily thing. Not to beat yourself up or to have condemnation, because he says there is now no condemnation to those in Christ Jesus, but to the point of examining so that you can shift and make movements, you know, um, to, to where you are and what, what it is that you need. It's like, if you know that you need a rope, why would you just keep, you know, trying to uh, use a stick? You, you know, it's like, are, are you, you got to get to that place of flexibility where you can begin to uh, go after, use, know and understand what it is that you need. And it's the same in the body of Christ, right? What are What is it that you need to make it, to stand, to stand firm? Well, then I think I think some people need to stand firm and sometimes not think about what they don't have. Utilize what they do have. That's a good one, too. Yeah. Knowing both. Absolutely. I, I think know, I heard a me. Uh, I heard a message preach like what's in your hands, you know, so yeah. knowing, you know, you know, knowing, you know, um, but. And that's that's so true. I'd like to also add that because we have different types of people, mindsets. And so to that one who will stay isolated and not go seek the help they need or to the one who, um, you know, may realize I have this gift in my hand. I just don't know how to use it. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we got to be able to go to them. Because remember, even when I met Mother Marilyn, there was a situation that had happened. She was living in Franklin Field. Mm-hmm. And be- where she was living, she couldn't come out because it was her son or somebody that was connected to her. There, there was a, had been a shooting back in those days. And I went to her. I went to her house and I ministered to her. And she came out of her house and she came out on the porch. Mm-hmm. And then she started coming to church. Mm-hmm. She got out of her house. But before then, she was right in the house. She wouldn't go out of the house. And I was told, hey, she won't come out the house. And I went to her. Mm-hmm. And all she needed was me to come to her. Mm-hmm. And I know that somebody cared enough yeah. to come to her. Yeah. that I think that's what people are crying, crying out for that support and for that love. Right? Um, but also... It's 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 funny too because we were always taught the nursery rhyme of um, the the you know the knight in shining armor to come and rescue you, and that sometimes you know you might wait a long time, you know <laughs> <laughs> you 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 have to you know I I'd like to um, 
I mean, there are people who are sensitive and will come. And, and we thank God for that sensitivity to be able to go to people. I'd like to be that type of person too, like see that need and to go. But I want to speak to the population of people who are sitting, waiting for someone. And sometimes I've, I've learned the hard way. You're going to have to open up the Bible. You're going to have to ask some questions. You're going to have to, like you, like Pastor saying, get out the house. You got You might have been hurt once in church. But not all churches are that way, right? Um, right. But you you got to be around the people of God, right? You have to be around the Word of God because he said faith come by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So if you're not in a place where you're hearing what God is saying in the, you know, in this season, right? Um, but And he also told us that the responsibility is ours because we have to work out our own salvation, right? And sometimes people come and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're busy. Sometimes they're in their own stuff. You know, don't take it personal. Get up. Let this be um, uh, the voice that you hear, that if you're in a slump, if you're feeling hopeless, are you depressed? Are you, you, you can't seem to reach that goal or reach um, that. You can't feel good on the inside, right? It's like you got to... The squeaky, where they say the squeaky wheel gets the oil, you've got to make some noise. You got to ask for help. You got to raise and, your and, hand. Okay, okay. So, so they they need they need to to to, to get some oil on them. Um, <laughs> if you have a if you have a radio program, uh, what is the phone number if someone's listening to you? Yes. Well, right now um, we don't have a number to call in. Uh, Oh, okay. At the time, yeah, but we do have a uh, a website. <laughs> I mean, where you can send an email at the moment, and then we can address your uh, need or your concern. Or uh, also, Amen. too, topics that you want to hear, or uh, or if you want to be a guest on the show, we're always willing to, um, you know, to 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 take to take uh, guests and. And to kind of just just listen and allow people to encourage, you know, um, each other. <clears throat> so, yeah, we're working on that where people can call in right now. Uh, we're not there yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I wasn't trying. I'm just, you know. No, no, no. That that That's maybe you're, you're prophesying. You're, you're speaking into existence something right now. Things that are not. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, we, we thought about it. Um, that that would require some other different types of moves. But, uh, you know, um, right now, I guess... I think it's important. I think it's important because it's essential with all that you're giving. Yeah. But when the man gets it, to be able to reach out to it. Yes, yes. And, 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 and like I told you, that's why I did Focus on Christ for 20 years. Wow. Um it was the point of those callers calling in and saying, you know how it was when we did the program, you did it with me. Yes, I did. <laughs> and, and um, it, you know, you had your people who had issues. Yes. You had your people who had the ups, but you had your people who had your needs. And it was important that when that word goes forth, that someone be able to answer back. You know, and, and this is what you're saying. You're in the essential is um, um, holler, holler back. That's right. Holler back. 
Holler up back. So uh, if you're able to, uh, please, uh, you can email at nevergiveupnow777 at gmail.com. That's nevergiveupnow777 at gmail.com. If you choose to leave a, um, a note, a comment, a message, a prayer request, we definitely want to pray uh, in your behalf, you know. <clears throat> My my scripture is Second Corinthians four eight and nine. Though we experience every kind of pressure, we are not crushed, and at times we don't know what to do. But quitting is not an option. We are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but we're not out. And I think that's important to know that uh, you might be listening now and you might feel knocked down, but know that you're not out. Know that God still is even using this this program as a way to reach you. God is going to do what he can to get to you. Amen. Amen. So we just want to, you know, my thing is, <clears throat> if, you, if you don't find a way to get encouraged or to, um, you know, uh, be, you know, to be encouraged, uh, you're you're gonna slowly sink like quicksand. Like you you just you, you, and the thing about sinking, I mean quicksand is the more you move, the faster you go down. Mm-hmm. You know, the more you struggle, the more you try to understand, or or the more the faster you're gonna go sink. And so, I mean, if I was you know in quicksand, <clears throat> you got to think quick. <laughs> Try to find something to pull yourself up on, but you definitely don't want to be sinking and not try to reach for help. Amen. 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 You want God to be happy. Ah, speaking to that, Pastor, how can we make God happy? Uh, What if God is not happy with our praise? (laughs) What if? He is not pleased with the words we say. What if he takes away his love and his spirit from above? What if God is unhappy with our praise? We must change the way we walk. Yes. We must change the way we talk. We must live a life that's pleasing to our King. We must preach God's holy word. Let his praises be heard. God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what a great what a great note, Pastor Funches, to end um, our segment today with that song, right? <laughs> if God is not pleased, Amen. Uh, with our praise, God happy with our praise. Yeah, and I, I get where you say, "Let's make God happy." Let that be a theme as you walk out this week to let God be happy. Make God happy today. Begin to praise Him. As the praises go up, the blessings come down. Once again, yeah, you were listening yeah. to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones, 
And you've been listening to Pastor James Funches from Blessed Help Tabernacle. Have a great week. And remember that greatness is on the inside of you. Blessings. Thank you, Pastor Funches. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome.